Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome into Morning Invest on this Tuesday, November 16th. I'm Clayton Morris. I'm Natalie Morris. We've got a jam-packed show for you today. We're going to talk about Nation on Edge right now, two high-profile murder trials um, that the National Guard has been called in to deal with this right now. So we will talk about these two profile high-profile high murder trials that are now in jury deliberations. So we could get a verdict on these things at any moment. And of course, that could lead to all kinds of problems. Indeed. And we're going to talk about, of course, the pandemic. Some places are still going into major lockdowns. Some places are implementing draconian measures to try and eradicate COVID altogether. Uh, what's going on in your neck of the woods? What can we expect? What the heck is going on? And we're moments away. We're imminent right Right now, or I guess it's imminently going to be announced, the Biden White House is going to announce their choice for the Fed chair. And so rumors are at this hour that Jerome Powell is out. He is done. But time is not of on, on their side at the White House. They've got to then go through a whole confirmation as the holidays are approaching. So we're going to find out right now who's going to be the new head of the Fed, and that could come any minute. So we'll be monitoring this throughout the show for you to see if that breaking news happens here. And a new study out about palm oil shows that it could be linked to the spread of cancer. Palm oil is in everything. This is another opportunity where I freak out about the environment and toxins in our body, and we're going to try and figure out a way to stay sane without me alienating well-intentioned people. <laughs> Let's just be on your tombstone. Tried really hard not to alienate well-intentioned well people. people. Yeah, failed. failed mostly. <laughs> failed at it. Yes. <laughs> All right, let's get uncomfortable. Morning Invest starts right now. Welcome back to the show, everyone. We're so happy to see you. Thank you for waiting for us patiently. We were out Thursday and Friday and also Monday. We went around the horn, took a little trip, and we're back refreshed and uh, happy to talk to you about the news. Yeah, so let's uh, waste no time today. Um, first, we've got to tell you before we get to our top story, we do have a daily newsletter. Just go to morninginvest.com to sign up. It's totally free. It brings you all of the news that you can use first thing in the morning over your cup of coffee. Even while we were on vacation, we were writing the newsletter. We the did way. indeed. Well, we had help. Uh, one of well, our Amanda, lead writers great, was helping yes. us with that, but uh, we did still get in there and produce it and we feel up to date if not um we're ready right are right. you ready i'm ready I'm are ready. you ready I'm okay ready. so it is a nation on edge right now the jury has been deliberated now in the kyle rittenhouse trial you may recall this is the boy who was a teenager well he still is he was 17 at the time when he took to going to the kenosha race protests and shooting at least two people. Um, he has been tried. Now, just yesterday, the judge released him from one of the charges, which was possession of a weapon. Uh, this was thought to be one of the more stronger charges against him. Yeah. It was it was through a loophole that had to do with his age at the time. He was 17, which was a minor. He is now 18. Um, it is very strange that the way that this trial has been going um, is not the way that most of us have expected. Now, because this is such a racially charged case, uh, the state of Kansas has called in the National Guard because, I'm sorry, is it Kansas? Wisconsin. Yeah, Wisconsin. I'm sorry. That didn't sound right in my head. Uh, has called in the National Guard because depending on when this jury comes in with the verdict, what the verdict is, it's likely that there's going to be a lot of pain 
either way. Uh, I have to say, I'm scared by it. I, I've been just watching this like everybody else and, and worried. And uh, it, it sets, it's, it's another precedence-setting case, and emotions are high. Yeah, and to me, the weird thing about this, I mean, one of the weird things that what this, first of all, this whole thing has been a sham. This whole. That was what I was trying not to say. <laughs> okay, you say it. <laughs> this whole trial has been a sham. I mean, let's talk about it just from the prosecutor's perspective. The prosecutors, I mean, the fact, first of all, they've done a horrible job, right? The prosecutors have done a horrible job. Yeah. Why uh, would you say that? Well, number one, why do you, first of all, why do you bring in, and just one example, talking about violent video games as a reason that he that was like led to this like violent video now they introduce violent video games as a as as a as a problem in all of this that's a canard you're right and they've been so trying to talk- do that for a long time though to right i know i was like what's next like what's next i'm going to talk about like gangster rap like roblox like, roblox is bad like this is why he's like that has nothing to do with this like violent video games right give me a break um and then on top of that you had this judge who, you know, he's, he's making off-color jokes. He's, then he ha- has this ruling yesterday where he gets rid of this lesser gun charge, but this gun charge is probably the most obvious of all of the charges. And he, he admitted on the stand that, yes, he was carrying a weapon and he was underage. Like, that's, a, that's an open and shut case. $10,000 fine and up to, what is it, like 30, 90 days in prison as a result of it. Like, that should have been the easiest one. That's the lowest hanging fruit. And he admitted to it on the stand. How did, Why did the judge dismiss that part of it? Makes no sense to me. In fact, there's a tweet about it. It says, it could have actually led to a mistrial. So it sounds like grounds for a mistrial, actual grounds. One thing that is clearly known is that he was underage and carrying a weapon, which is a clear violation of Wisconsin law. This trial is a joke. Here's another... I do not understand the dismissal of this charge. Kyle knew he could not own the gun at the time, and it was presented in court that he gave someone else money to go buy the gun because of that knowledge. Like, he knew he was too young when he paid someone else to go buy the gun for him. And the judge just throws that out for no reason? What the heck? Uh, Also, uh, early in the trial, the judge had ruled that the, the two men who were murdered by said gun could not be called victims. Right. Because that was too charged of yes, and so now the 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 count the councils gave their closing arguments yesterday, um, and Kyle Rittenhouse's defense said that he was defending himself against people who were trying to stop him from shooting, and you are allowed to defend yourself in order to continue shooting, right? And so the prosecution says, no, actually people are allowed to stop an active shooter. Like crowds should, I mean, these are the people we call heroes, right? As people are people who um, stop others from being an active shooter or setting off a bomb or what have you. Um, And so the precedence could be that now in America, you have to let active shooters shoot. Well. The only thing is, if you look at the, if you actually watch the videos and look at the evidence, it, it was all in self-defense. Like he never was actively shooting. Like the only. But time he came he there to one, shoot, and so are you then not allowed to stop a shooter? Right. Like the video. Yeah, I've certainly watched the videos, and we won't show them here because I'm sure YouTube will flag us or whatever. But you know, he's 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 being followed by one particular person turns around and fires right at him four times. And then, then as he's laying there on the ground, he shoots him in the back. So, you know, 
again, the, and the first person is someone Nebraska says the person, the first person was actively trying to kill him. Okay. So, but yes, as Evelyn, uh, evening sky says spot on Natalie, Kyle should not have been there. And yes, he did shoot at unarmed people. And so, you know, in certain defenses, the way we frame these, for instance, um, there was the, the, the incidents on the train not too long ago where active military, American active military stopped the person who had a, a suicide vest or something to that effect in, was it Paris or England? Remember, um, call this story, yeah, right? And so this is how we frame this story is these two heroes then actually stop this person who's carrying a weapon from hurting other people, right? Right. And so now here's Kyle Rittenhouse with a gun he should not have, a dangerous gun walking around and no one is expected to go after to stop him, right? right? The police should. Oh. He, was, he wasn't actively shooting. That's the thing. Like he wasn't. He, he he did he was like 15 minutes from his home people are making a a big deal of that he shouldn't even have been there but that place was like 15 minutes from his home and he he was carrying a weapon yes that's true but he never fired upon anybody until he until somebody picked the gun up and, and pointed it at him and that's when right but that you don't know this right in these two different narratives there's some people who stop someone who's about to who's carrying a weapon and and coming to and about to do something right and those people are heroes well, no, the guy, the, but the guy that raised the gun, the guy that the, the first guy admitted that he raised his gun first on the tr on the stand. Right. Yeah. And that's again, the, I mean, and that, if that if the prosecution is trying to paint this argument, they failed. I mean, the prosecution has failed. So and and because their witnesses fall apart, like their their story, their narrative has mostly fallen apart. Yeah, because so, that was their star witness. Right. Right. Their star witness, basically, you know, and that's why you saw the district attorney doing this, you know, after that, because like, oh, my God, did he just he just told the truth on the stand? Right. Well, um, there's I mean, the whole thing has been a farce. I mean, from the judge to the prosecution, I mean, the 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 the, the phony, the phony tears on the stand, the whole thing has been a joke. I'm more concerned about does this let's like forget this trial specifically. Let's look at the, the macro level of this. Like, what does this mean for other people out there who then are somehow emboldened by the system. Yes. You know, they look at this as an opportunity now. Oh, great. I, the system protects people like this who, yes. who want to take on themselves to, to bring an AR-15. Illegally buy guns. Illegally buy guns and do other things. So I, I'm just worried about what this does in the future or what other people see well, as a result Well, right. And, and obviously, you know, if the verdict is that it, we're all, this is what we're all thinking. If he gets off then the Black Lives Matter community is going to feel incredibly hurt as if like it's okay for white people to continue killing us, right? That is how the sentiment will go and no one knows if the reaction will be violent. Um, if he is convicted, then obviously there is a, there's a different narrative that worries that people are not free to defend themselves. The truth is somewhere in between and it's so racially, so charged right now. And nobody wants to go back to the violence of the summer of 2020. And, um, can I ask why they're, feels, why they're, why they're worried about it being racially charged when none of the victims were black. I mean, they were all like, why, why is that coming into play? Just out of curiosity. I, I don't know. I mean, look, it's it well, it's surrounding, of course, what happened with George Floyd. So and there were people that were, you know, smashing buildings and looting. And then you had the Black Lives Matter protests and then you had Antifa and then you have, you know, uh, 
I don't know. <laughs> then you have white supremacists. I mean, it's like, so, and I mean, that's exactly what's this other high profile case right now in Georgia is centered around, which is some have called like a modern day lynching. Yes, um, the Ahmad Aubrey case, who right. actually he was jogging. Um, when these three, William Bryan, himself. Gregory McMichael, and Travis McMichael, uh, you know. Just did, decided that he shouldn't have been jogging, and they stalked him. Right. So, and again, being called a, a, a modern day, a modern day lynching. But, you know, again, like the fake, the, the fake tears, the sham trial, uh, even on Fox News, uh, they were making fun of this trial, um, saying that, you know, even they, they, and they don't believe Kyle Rittenhouse. I, could, I was, there was a guest on Fox News talking about this, former, uh, former district attorney, our U.S. attorney, thinks that this whole thing has been a, a sham. You know, he was, that Rittenhouse uh, was uh, involved in self-defense. I think, though, when you start talking about whether or not uh, he was hit with a skateboard and that type of thing by one of the victims, um, that becomes a little bit more uh, unbelievable given that he had no injuries. Uh, and his idea that his statement, at least, that he was trying to shoot people because they grabbed his gun when he had it pointed at him, so he had to, had to shoot to defend himself or stop the threat. I mean, he had a very scripted um, examination. Uh, you know, that's that's tougher to believe, too. And I, and, and I don't think it's going to be lost on this jury that there weren't a lot of real what appeared to be at least tears uh, coming out of a, of, of a performance uh, on the stand. Yeah, that, that skateboard uh, claim uh, dealt with Anthony Huber, who uh, right. was one of the deceased who uh, right. was shot, that he got hit in, the head, uh, hit in the neck with the skateboard. Then you've got Joseph Rosenbaum, who, who had a bit of a trouble history. Uh, he testified mm -hmm. that Rosenbaum charged Adam, threatening to kill him, and, and also tried to grab his gun. Let's listen to some of uh, Rittenhouse on the stand. I didn't do anything wrong. I defended myself. If I would have let Mr. Rosenbaum take my firearm from me, he would have used it and killed me with it and probably killed more people if I would have let him get my gun. You brought it, dude. Make, uh, you brought that. And maybe clear him on self-defense? Uh, it's hard for me to imagine that. I mean, he basically said, look, if I had stopped Mr. Rosenbaum, he, he, or if he had stopped him, he, he might have killed other people. Well, Rittenhouse, uh, you know, was the one killing people that day. It lost on me either that in a case down in South Georgia at the very same time, the defendants are arguing that somebody who tried to grab a gun to keep from getting shot actually deserved to get shot uh, <laughs> under the theory of self-defense. I mean, it's really a, it's a ridiculous argument to make, maybe all that they have. And sometimes if you're a defense attorney, you sort of dance with what brung you. And that is, you know, here, um, uh, they've got a guy who shouldn't have had an AR-15 walking through a crowd in an area he shouldn't have been in, shooting people, uh, and now apparently uh, coming up with the reasons. And again, a very, a very well scripted uh, response to questions uh, by, by the prosecutor. Do you think? So he says there were crocodile tears, and it was all very scripted, according to the law. Uh, he was trying to follow the, you know, basically his script was trying to follow the law to try to get him off. On this. And so, again, the thing that is bothering me and keeping me up at night is that you must let people shoot you. Right. These two people were both shot trying to not get shot. So they should have then just allowed themselves to get shot. You, you know, it's like it's a it's a hard thing. It's, it's so so but they were actually en engaging upon him, though. Like the skate, like there's a video that shows. Ahmad Arbery was not. Oh, he no, was. I... That's a different. Yeah. Yes. No. And and that's the same. You know. Hey, we were trying to shoot him, and he didn't let us, so we had to shoot him. Right. Yeah, that's a different. So you should just you should just allow. Yeah, it's ridiculous to, to to that to that prosecutor's point. Who we were just listening to, it is ridiculous. 
And these are two people who tried to take the law into their own hands who were not minding their business, right? And this is not something that should be rewarded. And it's dangerous. And I'm not saying, you know, I have no actually intimacy with the case. I'm not saying I know how the how they should be ruled, but I'm scared by both cases. That's the point I'm making. But a lot of people, you know, a lot of people in our chat this morning. I mean, Deloitte, let's see, I'm just going to go through them. Deloitte, there's so there's, you know, you want to know why this is so charged. I mean, just look at our chat this morning, right? So Deloitte says you killed two people and you holler self-defense. Yeah, but you uh, also have the mainstream media spinning it like they always do. And that's the only place people are getting their information. If you actually have watched the trials and saw the videos, the videos make it pretty clear what happened. I mean, you can watch one video and it's pretty clear. Uh, so, I mean, I just like there's there's a couple different narratives coming out of it. But we all know the mainstream media is going to spin this, you know, in whatever direction they want it to go. But so is this dude. I mean, it's easy to, you know, see pictures of him like smiling in bars, posing for pictures with people high fiving him like, yeah, you took the law, you know, sure, I'll pose for pictures. I'm Kyle Rittenhouse. And then crying on the stand like who, you know, this is this is a kid who empowered himself out of hate and then is surprised that people got hurt and he's suffering consequences. Yeah. yeah. Well, let us know what you think. You know, let us know what you think on this one, guys. Um, like, I don't know. I'm uh, just reading through your chats here. And it just uh, like Becky says, judge is a joke. He's not impartial. Grim says he wasn't an active shooter. Um, yeah, no. Richard Blackstone says everyone watched the Jimmy Dore expose videos. No black people were shot. But again, if you know, so we live in a culture that is filled with active shooters, right? right? And so then we always are thinking to ourselves, oh, when it comes time, we got to attack that guy to prevent them from hurting our kids. You know, how many times have I been in a target and hear that bang? And I'm what, okay, I know I've been prepared for this. I know what to do, right? So you see this ne'er-do-well kid with this big weapon. And of course, there's going to be some people who try to attack. It's like, try to stop him from becoming active shooter right in the same way that like we hold we hold the people who are who then you know fought back the terrorists on 9-11 those people are heroes and so if someone is preventing the guy from being that mass shooter and they get killed and they come and say that kid can't go do you know whatever harm we think he's up to everyone is always ready for an active shooter in america Everyone is, I mean, that's how we live, right? You know, I like what Jason said. Jason puts this, Jason Frank says, do you all know how many people died those say, that same night aside from this shooting? It's a great point. Like, think how many, think how many people probably died that night in Chicago from, from violence. From, from the, unrelated, totally unrelated or to the shooting. related post, um, there were that from that night, there were related Protesting right. I, I just, all over I, I the think world. What, well, I think maybe Jason, what, I'm, what I think you mean is just how much regular violence I'm in Philadelphia and Chicago. You know, I follow my reporter friend Steve Keeley in Philadelphia, and right every night he's reporting on a murder. Yeah, well, and it's States. like it, it sells. It's it's clickbait because if you look at the Gabby Petito case, where you know she was a quote unquote YouTuber and she had uploaded one video and she went missing, when there was three other girls that were missing at the exact same time, and you didn't yes. hear a word about them, and that, it yeah. just shows yeah. that our media just kind of, you know, moves towards a, a story and then they just sensationalize it and make it like, like the OJ trial. It's like a, a big, 
um, circus, and and they know that it sells and gets people to watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, I mean, I get you know this is this is where the jury will decide. You know, was he was he coming? Did he drive fifteen minutes from his house, and did he go there hoping for the best, and and he ended up dealing with the worst, or did he go there with uh, with a mission? You know, did, that's what the that's what the route the prosecutors are painting. You know, he was. He was driven by violent video games. Okay, like, look, is why he, he is the right age and the right skin color to be an active shooter. He is poster child for who's going to shoot up a Walmart, right? That's true. But that and doesn't his, make him an, an active shooter, though. Like, but he's holding a gun and he is that demographic. So who's going to be like, oh, you go ahead. Um, let me open the door for that kid. Right. No, that's that's exactly what everyone expects of him. And everyone has the right to say, whoa, we're not going to let this guy shoot up. You know, this, I mean, this is what everyone now is like. We praise people from stopping active shooters, but not this guy. Right. Like you don't just let that kid walk down the street thinking he might hurt my child. And so I don't know. I don't I don't understand the narrative of like, we had to just let him go on his merry way. Like, here I go, teenage boy with an AK-47. Like, can I open the door for you? AR-15. Whatever. Sorry. <laughs> what is an AK-47? That's like a bazooka. I know. Isn't that what they used in like Red Dawn? AK the AK-47s were more like uh, Vietnam. Oh, okay. Uh, AR-15s yeah. are, are more kind of more like a uh, M-16-ish. Yeah. Well, all right. Well, I really appreciate um, the various conversation about this in the chat. Um, No one has been nasty about it. So that's nice. Getting uncomfortable doesn't mean mean they have to get nasty. Like we can have conversations. I am. Yeah, like I agree with David on like part of this. Like, you know, I I, I agree with Natalie. Another piece of this, like, why the hell are you there with an AR? Like you leave your house 15 minutes, go to this location with a gun, a loaded gun. Like if you just were saying it was a prop and you just wanted to kind of have it as a as a prop, which is what he said. Then why did why have it loaded? Number one, why go drive fifteen minutes to go? Why into illegally the obtain it? Right. Uh, but then the other side of this is, if you watch the videos, you see that there was clear defense. I mean, there's a guy like right up on his back. He turns around as the guy is chasing him, um, and he fires. So, so he should just be left alone to walk around with the legal weapon. Okay. Well, we'll watch both of these trials. So you know, we'll watch the Ahmad Aubrey uh, murder trial and and see what happens to these three white men down there in in Georgia. Uh, and the same thing in Wisconsin. So again, that's why the National Guard is being called in right now um, to deal with all of this. Yes. All right, we've got a lot more to get to. We're going to talk about um, what happens when more lockdowns could be coming and what happens when we see this rise of COVID, surging COVID cases. We'll tell you which state particularly is being hit really hard right now in the United States, but around the world we're seeing this, um, even among heavily vaccinated countries. So this is uh, opens up a whole nother can of worms. And we're going to talk about Jerome Powell because we're watching the headlines this morning to see if Jerome Powell will be uh, pushed out, he kicked out of the Fed. Will Biden replace him? We're m- maybe minutes away from that decision, so we'll have that for you. Uh, yeah. And the so first, we're going to tell you first. Clayton is going to tell you. Oh yeah, about our show sponsor. I am, <laughs> am going to tell you about our show. Any minute now. Well, it is the holidays. <laughs> it, it is the holidays, um, and they're the most wonderful time of the year. By the way, have you guys put up your Christmas trees yet? In it's the, in not the chat? Thanksgiving. Well, I know, but you know, like I, I don't know, because we were in, uh, we were overseas. You know, we were in Germany and we were in uh, Austria, 
um, the past few days. And it's just Christmas everywhere because they don't do Thanksgiving, you know, so uh, Christmas villages and everything. So I love this time of the year, but shipping stuff to your family or if you run a small business or any of that, it's an absolute nightmare. <laughs> You've got inventory to manage, orders to fill, growing list of stressed out customers checking in twice a day, wondering whether, can you imagine trying to deal with that right now? Like, yeah. where's my, I ordered this gift. It's better be here for Christmas. Yeah, it'll be there. It'll be there. With ShipStation, you don't have to worry about that. ShipStation takes the hassle of shipping out of holiday orders. It melts everything away, leaving you with happier customers, more freedom to run your business, or enjoy some much-needed time off. ShipStation lets you do, I mean, if you sell anything online, I don't need to tell you that shipping can be super frustrating. There's so many carriers. There's tons of different factors that go into figuring out the best rate for each order. And with more people shopping online every year, the added holiday stress doesn't help. And that's where ShipStation does. It makes it easy to run your online store so you can get back to doing what you're really passionate about. Um, so not only is shipping easy, you can actually save money. 98% of companies that use ShipStation for a year keep using it for as long as they're in business. It's that good. So you should try it. You should absolutely try it right now. We've got an offer code. So you can try it for free for 60 days. And, and guess what? They are going to give you a 60-day free trial, just enough time to handle this holiday rush. So free for the holidays, right? Use the offer code INVEST. All you need to do is when you go to ShipStation.com, click on the microphone at the top of the screen up here. Boom, click on that. And then you just type in the code invest. And then that's how you get that 60 day free trial. So make this holiday season a little brighter with our friends over at ShipStation. Now, in Germany, invest. do they do they still celebrate it on the 25th? Is that a worldwide thing? Yeah. I yeah. believe so. I don't know. Yeah, that's the date they chose, right? Because like when, <laughs> they did. Yes. I mean, because what isn't like actual Jesus? His birthday was like September or something. Yes. Does anyone yeah. let, let us know in the chat when his actual birthday was? Jesus absolutely was born in September. Okay. Um, because uh, a couple of reasons, they couldn't have followed that North Star in December, and also they wouldn't have been able to walk. It was snowy um, through those mangers and whatnot. Yes. Uh, most anthropologists and agree. Hate snow. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and most and no, most anthropologists agree that Jesus was born in September, um, but the Christian holiday celebrating his birthday is actually an adaptation of the winter solstice. Right. So, so they stole um, it from the pagans? They it's adapted everything. it from the pagans, yeah. In but, fact... Didn't they steal everything from the pagans, by the way? Do you know what your <laughs> ornaments symbolize on your tree when you hang your ornaments? It comes from the pagan tradition of decorating with evergreen and apples. They would take the apples and sort of place them nicely around. And so our modern-day ornaments are a symbol of apples. So, um, you know, you... Brian, Brian says, silence, you blasphemers. Sorry. <laughs> of course. Yeah, Richard points out Jesus is a Virgo. Yeah. Yes. Virgos clearly, rule the world. Clearly. Um, Very organized. And, you know, I'm saying do whatever you want with your, you know, make your holiday full of meaning, however it it is to you. But uh, Cindy Girl says the bottom line is he was born. That's all that matters. Exactly. What, who cares when it's exactly is, exactly right? right and do do what you want to commemorate his life to commemorate your own life to you know whatever to I commemorate the winter solstice are there people around the world anywhere that celebrated in september the actual day um that's a great so. question i don't think because as someone pointed out in the chat i don't think we actually know the date 
we don't actually know the, the actual date of when Jesus was born. Well, I mean, you September. could if you even you know, if you Jesus just chose there, September 9th, you'd be closer than December 25th. That's true. Although I know we we all believe that Jesus was immaculate conception, right? But I will point this out that well, babies. I don't think we all believe that. Yeah. The, okay. Like when you say we. Okay. Who, okay. Who the narrative that? is that Jesus <laughs> was a product of immaculate conception, but. Babies born in September are conceived around Christmas time. I know this because I have one. And um, that is the 40-week cycle. So it would make sense, actually, that December 25th is his conception date mm. and not his birth, birth date. date, right? Oh. Oh. Um, so Joseph was talking. Don't, Clayton. Clayton's going back to the conception of our Christmas baby. Yeah, don't no. tell any more stories, Clayton. <laughs> But that's why her name is Eve. Right. We might have had a hopping Christmas Eve at the Morris house. Because I I decided to go for one more round right. for our, 30, our third baby on Christmas Eve. So, yes, I know for a fact that if you got pregnant on Christmas Eve, your due date is September 20th. Yeah, like Francis says, I do not believe <laughs> an immaculate conception. Yes, yeah. of course. Not. Well, yeah, because the cold doesn't bother God, so... He right, still, right. He could still. Stephanie Rossi says, no, she has not put up her Christmas tree. She has a very good reason for that. She's Jewish. Okay. Oh. Very yeah. good. No, I mean, I, you know, I, I, we just celebrate the experience of it and the holiday, you know, the, the gathering of the family and all of, all of that. And I, I don't know. Yeah. I just, the I nostalgia. Well, there's the, we're not Christians, so there's no Jesus in our Christmas, but we do celebrate Christmas. Yes. But there is an elf on a shelf. Exactly. There is. You yeah. better believe there's an elf on the show. Uh, Rumple Gold went to Bible college, and Rumple Gold says September 20th. <laughs> I told you. Wow. That was my due date with Eve. Wow. Rumple Gold. <laughs> and she was conceived on Christmas. Okay, let me just clear this up. Rumple Gold in our chat, who went to Bible college, says September 20th was the consensus at their Bible college, New Testament Survey 101. Huh. There you go. So right. baby conceived on Christmas All right. would be born September. Okay. I'm going to start putting up a tree in September now. There we yeah. go. There you go. Okay, we're going to tell you, we're going to do a little pandemic rundown now because mm -hmm. uh, it seems the pandemic is raging again in certain parts of the world and it's unclear what that's going to do to your neck of the world. Where we just left in Austria yesterday, um, the... Oh, sorry. It's like, why are you pointing to me? I'm pointing to that camera. Oh, okay. Camera. There we go. Um, now in Austria, they have announced that they will lock down all unvaccinated people. You're vaccinated. Fine. Go where you want. You have decided not to be vaccinated. You must stay home. In fact, our experience was that you could go wherever you wanted in Austria as long as you showed your vaccine certificate. But... Interestingly enough, they also accept recovery certificate, which in the United States, we do not. Which if you have had immunity. COVID, you have some immunity. And so you have natural immunity. Absolutely, David. And so you can go into a restaurant. You could, in fact, the Christmas fairs that we went into, no one wore a mask because they had to prove their vaccination status or their recovery status. Um, same thing for any restaurant and same thing for the hotels. Mm -hmm. um, but it's so interesting to not be required to wear a mask at all because you have proven um, your your 
uh, immunity level, right? This is video from Austria this morning. And so these these people are rushing to get uh, to get vaccines last minutes. That's why there was all those lines because they don't. And, and some people in Austria are saying, is this, you know, Gestapo tactics? They're literally going to be going door to door and like telling me to stay in my house if I didn't get a vaccine. Um, and so, you know, Austrians know all too all too well to throw out a term like Gestapo, what that means in that area, part of the world, of course. Um, you know, but this is 2 million people still have yet to get vaccine doses there. Um, it's weird because, as you mentioned, like going into some of the different locations, like the hotel, they're like, yeah, you're, no, you don't need to wear a mask or anything. You're good to go. Like if you've got the vaccine or COVID passport, you're good to go here. Yes. And again, the COVID passport could be your recovery certificate. Right. Um, so I actually brought our blood work just right. to prove that we were recent recovering. And we also had the vaccine. So I was I was all Virgoed up. Well, and then in, in over in UK right now, um, they're number 10 Downing Street wants you to have to have a booster jab for people to get this COVID passport. So if you want to get the COVID passport, you like the show on your phone starting very, very soon, you need to go and get a, a booster right now, um, which I just I don't know. I just I just can't believe this. Uh, I, uh, I mean, they're saying the Joint Committee on Vaccination and Immunization continues to recommend boosters for all adults six months after their second jab. And, well, and then that's like, are you going to have to get a booster every six months then? Like, right. That's what we don't know. Right. I mean, because we know that these things dissipate after a few months. So and again, but you can't get a covid passport, I guess, if you with if, only your original two now. Yeah. So it will somehow become nullified. Right. Uh, and also in the United States, the the worst state for for this right now is actually the state of uh, Colorado. So Colorado is uh, suffering big time right now. Beds are overrun. Um, they've got uh, they're hearing from doctors. They are saying it's a majority of young people now. Young people who are coming in. We've got breakthrough cases, but we have a lot of unvaccinated people. And then you up in um, other parts of the country, you've got. A, like a large number of the people who've been dying have been vaccinated people like in Vermont, David and I were sharing that story the other day. Um, so you have, you have just like a mixed bag right now uh, of responses. Dr. Fauci was just asked about, will we see a COVID surge? And he, you know, he says, of course, conflicting things all the time, but he did say, Hey, just spend your Thanksgiving together. Go have Turkey together. If you are vaccinated. Yeah. If you're vaccinated, go hang out. Yes. But what, again, vac vaccinated doesn't mean you can't spread this thing. Yes. So if you're with your elderly grandfather and you're worried about his health um, and you've been vaccinated a year ago, I mean, or eight months ago, I mean, you could be carrying it and you could be giving it right to your grandfather. I mean, this is the, uh, the, the, hypocrisy, the hypocrisy of this whole thing is that you, we're just not acknowledging that you can be carrying this. Exactly. Um, in Singapore now, they've decided that anyone who is unvaccinated will not be eligible for health care if they need to go to the hospital. So you didn't want a vaccine? Fine. Don't come here asking the government to pay for your care now. You, you're you on your own. Uh, so that's the gamble that you take there for that decision. And now in China, they are really still going after this zero tolerance, zero COVID inside of our borders. So now they're doing this very draconian, actually, Draconian is like the nice word for it. They are euthanizing people's pets 
if the owner has been diagnosed with COVID, even though there is no evidence that pets can spread COVID, they're just saying, well, that was a creature inside the COVID house. And so yeah, that's not like beyond draconian. That's like Spanish Inquisition stuff. That's <laughs> it's awful. Yeah, it's awful. I mean, just you try to take my dog. I'd be like, no, this dog's quarantined. With I mean, I, I would agree to quarantine the dog. Fine. I, I'll take the dog inside. You know, um, this is the craziest thing. It's in the newsletter this morning. If you want to read more about it, make sure you're su- subscribed at morninginvest.com. Um, but yes, we don't we don't know how governments will react and uh well we know how ours has been reacting and dr fauci has you know saying on the one hand go have hey you know go hang out have thanksgiving together we're not even acknowledging the fact that if you have the vaccine it can be transferred from person to person who cares um and then he's saying we could be in for a massive covid wave listen you know it's plateaued at around 70 to seventy-five thousand, and now it's creeping up into the eighty thousand per day that's something that's entirely predictable when you have these many people, about 60 million people, who are eligible to be vaccinated who have not gotten vaccinated. And in addition, as important in some respects, I mean, it's still always the primary thing is to get the unvaccinated vaccinated. But for those who are eligible to be boosted, by all means, go and get boosted because we know from the Israeli data that dramatically diminishes the likelihood not only of infection, but also of getting a severe outcome in people who are fully vaccinated. You know- it's just crazy town. And nobody, everyone's making their own calculations of like what they think protects themselves and where they should think go in the world. And the, this rundown of stories just proves that no one, no one has a consensus on what the right thing to do is. Yeah. You know I mean, what's crazy got- though about that data is like when it says that it's starting to climb in some areas of the U.S., the, the areas that it's climbing the most are the are the most vaccinated areas. That's yes. where the outbreaks are happening the most. Yeah. yeah. And these outbreaks, as I mentioned in Colorado, is among young people. Right. You know, and so, again, I mean, we are in for a we are in for a covid winter, it looks like once again. Um, All right, we're going to tell you about our show sponsors over at Ignite, uh, because we do know that you should protect yourself against ransomware, if not COVID, at the very least, from hackers. Did you know, of course, that cyber criminals are on the rise, and when they attack, it takes over 23 days to recover whatever it is that has been shut down. Of course, you recall the Colonial Pipeline that shut down in the fall, and it caused almost, uh, they asked for $4.4 million in ransomware and shut down an entire coastal pipeline of oil. Um, the city of Atlanta was shut down for five days during due to ransomware in 2018. Uh, the meat supplier, JBS, paid $11 million to get their hackers out of their system. So make sure that you don't uh, make make sure that you are not susceptible to these types of attacks. Ignite is the first ever file system with sophisticated ransomware detection and recovery tools fully baked in. So they will take your data and your software and they will lock it up so that hackers cannot get in and they will let you know where your vulnerabilities are and patch it up. Um, it lets your teams create and share documents in Microsoft 365, Google Docs, Slack, Salesforce, DocuSign, 
It keeps all of that information safe. This is a really an important step to take if you are not already protected in your infrastructure for your small business or um, for the businesses around you or for your interaction with other small businesses. You want to make sure that you do learn more about how Ignite can protect your business from ransomware or see where Ignite is rated number one for data security by real customers in the G2 crowd. You can have a free trial today at Ignite.com. That's E-G-N-Y-T-E.com. And you won't need any special security or IT people to set it up. It's easy for you to do yourself. Just set it up and you and your team can rest easy that you are protected. Once again, it's Ignite.com. And we thank them very much for their support of the show. Thank you to Ignite. All right, we are on Pal Watch at the Fed. We are on Fed Watch this morning. Uh, the rumors over the weekend, not even rumors, but we heard from a Senator from Ohio, Sherrod Brown, who said that the White House was about to make their announcement. They were about to make their announcement as to who would be the new head of the Fed. And that, you know, that means it could actually be Jerome Powell. It could, he could still have the job. We have um, two options, Jerome Powell and, and someone else. not Jerome Powell. <laughs> Right. So, you know, the question this morning is President Biden weighing his choice of whether Jerome Powell or Leo Brainerd um, would uh, would take over as Fed chair or would or would Jerome Powell stay in as Fed chair? Um, Republicans like Fed chair Jerome Powell. And there's not enough time right now on the timeline for him to for them to go through like a big approval process, a big confirmation hearing if they want to have Leo Brainerd as the Fed chair. She would have to go through and get um, confirmed. Um, and, you know, if they do that, then there could be a lapse. And we're obviously in the middle of a pandemic and we're still, you know, in a bit of a financial crunch and crisis with inflation running hot. And so is this the time to switch somebody out? I'd love to hear your thoughts on this in, in the chat. Um, and, and you, you, um, I mean, is this the time right now to, to switch mid course? Um, well, I also think it could be sort of a bait and switch as if like, Hey, everybody, we have new policymakers coming in at the fed. And so we also are up against this debt ceiling deadline, which happens just in early December where the United States will no longer be able to borrow to pay its debts. And so hey, you know, vote up the debt ceiling for at least another year because we're making changes and we won't hit this debt ceiling again, right? It's highly possible. We're going to be picking up speed on discussing the debt ceiling because it, the clock is ticking and we're right up against the Thanksgiving holiday as well. Right. I mean, the question, you know, Democrats have to ask themselves is, do they want to funnel more money into the economy right now? Um, you know, and by funneling more money, we've had this $1.2 trillion infrastructure bill that was signed last night by President Biden. So it's official, right? We have this new stimulus. It's official. It's a big, as I've said before, big wet kiss to Wall Street. So billions for roads, billions for broadband infrastructure, billions for water, uh, drinking water in the United States, uh, electric, electrical infrastructure. Again, all of these billions are going to go to Wall Street companies, and that's fine for Wall Street, but is it fine for the American people right now who, number one, aren't seeing an increase in wages, they're seeing the price of everything going up, and yet the White House is saying, hey, this infrastructure bill will bring down inflation. Like, this mm -hmm. infrastructure bill is going to help with inflation. Yeah. They're the same people that said $2,000 checks would go out next week. I mean, this is right. the thing. Like, everything that was beneficial to the people got yanked from this bill. Everything. 
Right. I mean, I guess, well, what about broadband, right? Could you say... Could you say broadband would actually help people? Drinking water would actually help people? If and we it have were to, enough it, for it, everybody, it's and, not. And it's right. not. That's the exactly. problem, right? Like certain communities are not going to have it. Yeah. It's like I Who's said before. Just, it's like they say, oh, we'll help 50% of the starving kids when they could easily help 100%. Yes. So it's always half, half-baked half measures to just shut us up. Yeah. So now if Powell, you know, Powell obviously has been a huge friend of Wall Street and Democrats have not been a fan of that. Democrats have not been a fan of the amount of money that that FedPal has been shoving to Wall Street in, in in terms of buying billions of dollars in bonds, junk bonds, corporate-backed securities. That this is what got us into the housing crisis in two thousand eight and two thousand nine. Um, so Chairman Powell has been buddy buddy with Wall Street, of course, um, and Larry Brainerd maybe not so much. And that's I think the goal. Also, her husband works in the White House, <laughs> so and is a senior official in the White House. So chances are like they already, maybe he's already put in a good word for her. Perhaps. You know? um, so we're, we're keeping our eye on whether or not Powell will be out. That could come at any moment. I thought it might happen during the show today, but uh, we'll see. No alerts have come by. No alerts on the, on the Powell out thing. But, you know, they've got a lot to do right now. They've got to deal with um, the debt ceiling. They now all talk this week is going to be on the Build Back Better plan. And they've got to deal with, uh, they still deal with inflation that is running absolutely hot right now. So there's a lot that they have to do and deal with now that they're back from their little vacation. Well, and and the thing is they get us infighting because they they make it like, okay, we're going to, what's the one little thing we can put back in this bill to get the Democrats to be out there like supporting it? Okay, well, let's, let's add maybe back the, the. The paid leave for for you know whatever oh and they also said that they are going to um you know offer the the drug pricing thing but they're going to do it for 10 pills or 10 10 medications and they're going to do it by 2025 so it's like they put these little half-baked measures that are going to do absolutely nothing but it gets people like well but they're adding this because they can say no we added prescription drug price negotiations right. in it but That's it's so for sad. 10 drugs in in five years yeah, and so big business wins uh, wins again, you know. Every and time, Kirsten Cinema wins as well because she's been so supportive of the pharmaceutical industry. Let us know your thoughts on that. All right, let's talk about palm oil this morning. Actually, I can't. I have to pick up Ava. What time? I thought we had you had to pick her up at four. No, I have to pick her up now. They're waiting for. So I have to go. Oh. <laughs> so I'm going to hold this story until okay. tomorrow. I can quickly tell you what's trending. Oh, okay. I will do that, and then I'm going to walk out because. Um, I ordered my daughter up and I don't want to. Uh, you ordered her up? <laughs> well, because you can't walk into the school. Uh-huh. And so they, someone will walk her out and have to wait for me. And I'm not going to let someone sit, stand outside okay. in the cold for me. So let me read this to you quickly and then we will go. Let me tell you what's trending on the internet uh, for today on Twitter and Google. And you can look these things up yourself if you'd like and participate or let us know in the chat. And Clayton will respond to these. Hashtag No Way Home is trending because a new poster for the upcoming Spider-Man was released and a new trailer will be released tomorrow. A video of the main actors watching it for the first time was released. So that's a teaser to tease the trailer, which is to tease the movie. Mm -hmm. Got that? Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Hashtag Blade is trending because an image of this security guard has gone viral and people think that he looks like the Marvel superhero Blade. (laughs) 
Okay, hashtag Sunni is hold on, trending. Hold on, hold on. I cannot. I'm telling you, can go I, back over any of these stories. Right, I'm going right. to tell you. <laughs> you just pipe down for one second. All right, all right. Hashtag Sunni is trending because Olympic gymnast Sunni Lee was voted off Dancing with the Stars. I'm sorry, there's no element here, um, and people were furious about it because they want Peloton teacher Cody Rigsby voted off. Okay. Kathleen Kennedy's trending because the award-winning movie producer has reportedly renewed her contract with Lucasfilm and people oh, were expecting and maybe it. hoping for her to be fired because of some Star Wars related decisions. So she, they don't like her mostly. You two can discuss this. Not now. <laughs> and finally, Halo Infinite, Infinite is trending because Microsoft released an early launch of the multiplayer game for Xbox. Okay, you two discuss those things. Thank you, everybody. for. And um, I got to go be mom now. Yeah. Bye. Okay, orthodontist appointment. Goodbye. Why Hopefully she doesn't call me pregnant. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah, my little girl is getting her palate expander removed from her mouth. Do you ever have one of those palate expanders? No, I didn't it's even like a know metal, that was a thing. It's like a metal thing you put in there. I've, I've and, seen uh, those. Is that the thing that people put on the roof of their mouth? I always thought that was like a retainer or whatever. Yeah, no, it's not a retainer because it goes up. And for kids where, I don't know how it works, like the teeth, like if you don't do it, then they're going to have to get, deal with braces later because then the teeth, the teeth don't have enough space to come in. Mm. So my son had to get a palate expander uh, and he, he had it in for like six months and now it's all good, gives it enough room, and because their, their palate is still growing at that age, you can do it. Ours are now solidified, right, as adults, so you can't do it. Um, so as kids, it's much better to do it as a kid because then you have that pliability of the, the palate. So, so she's getting hers out today. The first few months, it was funny with her talking. Like, she was, she was, <laughs> she had a hard, <laughs> it was so cute. Uh, anyway. What do you so, think about Oh, yeah. Were you a were you a Kathleen Kennedy fan? I don't know enough about the drama around this. I, I have a cursory understanding of it that she. I mean, like, she's pretty much the one that fired Gina Carano. She's pretty much the one that's made the yeah. decisions to to like kill Luke and all that stuff. Like she's been very bad to the franchise. Yeah, and apparently John Favreau like fighted her, fought, fighted her. <laughs> he fighted her. He fighted her. He fought her Ready, on this it. issue. Like she did not want him bringing Luke into the Mandalorian. Yeah, and he's like, "Sorry, that's going to happen." I'm Could doing. Could you imagine it? if that moment was removed from that show? Like that oh was like God. one of the best moments of Star Wars history, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, spoiler alerts aside, at this point, right? Like, if you, I mean, just so good. Um, Star Wars Mandalorian on the Disney Plus and yes having having uh, that whole scene was amazing I've watched that scene so many times now and if you go to YouTube I, there's there's a version of it with the force theme oh, you know you yeah yeah watch yeah. that version that I I actually had tears with that scene when I saw that when I saw the x-wing fighter flying up in my mind I thought that could be Luke I was like that's what I thought that. too yeah and my son was sitting in front of me, uh, like on the ground, and I was on the couch, and I grabbed him by the neck, and uh, <laughs> like around the back, I was like, "Oh my God, is that is that Luke?" You know, and he, Miles, is like, "What? What? No, no!" And he goes, "Daddy, you're hurting me," because <laughs> I was just like squeezing too hard. I was like, "Get out of here! Is that really him? I can't believe it." Um, yes, it, oh, I had nerd. I had absolute nerd tears. It was. Yeah. Uh, it was it was great. I mean, it's like John. He gave us the moment we had been waiting for since the beginning. Like like J.J. Abrams or or no, it was uh, Ryan, whatever the other guy, Ryan, 
Yeah. Yeah. I want to say Ryan uh, Lee, but I don't think that's it. No, it's Ryan. Uh, I can't even think of it. He did. Uh, he did Looper. Loper. Looper. Looper. Looper was good. Looper, Looper was great. But he had such a, a such an opportunity with the fight there with uh, Kylo Ren and all that stuff with Luke, and and just didn't deliver. And it's like we finally got to see Luke's power, thanks to John Favreau. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Big. What was his name? Ryan Vance? I want to say like Ryan... Ryan, Ryan Miller? Ryan, Ryan Johnson. That's it. Ryan Johnson, yeah. 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 Ryan Johnson, yeah. yeah. Uh, and I think he's a great director. Like, I think yeah. Ryan... But I just think... I don't know. I mean, it was the storyline. I just don't understand how J.J. allowed it. You know, because I thought J.J. did a great job with the first episode. And that's in this trilogy. I, the only um, thing that pissed me off, the only thing that ma- made me mad about that one was when... Han Solo, if guys, if these are spoilers, if you've not seen it yet, then I don't feel bad for you. <laughs> when yeah, when point. Han Solo was killed, right? Then when Leia and them, or when Ray and them all got back to um, where where Leia was, and Leia hugged Ray while Chewbacca walked by, and they never even like acknowledged that they lost their their best friend. Like she didn't hug Chewie, and I was like irritated by that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I guess you're right about that. Yeah, that, I, I did. I, like, I did like that Chewie got in a really good shot on Kylo. Yeah, yeah, you know, made him bleed. Yeah, but uh, yeah, that was infuriating. Um, okay, yeah, so go so back I, to your Blade thing if you want. And then. Oh yeah, so Blade. <clears throat> no, he looks exactly like him. But I was saying like the they should they should do a movie with this guy and they should call it not an exit, not a exit. Is is not he? A, is that guy an ex or an actor or is that just a Halloween? No, he's just a security guard. That's how he, he dresses does. as a security guard. Yeah, <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That's how, if yeah. I yeah. If you're gonna do a job, own it like that. I want to see this. Yeah, I'm really excited about this. Yeah. We watched Endgame the other night again while we were in Austria. It was on TV and. Um, and uh, it was in German, but you, we hit the subtitle button. We could flip it over to English. So we watched uh, Endgame again. I haven't seen that. I still got to watch Eternals. Eternals. Yeah, I still got to yeah, watch it. Cindy says, do you guys see Eternals? I did. I, I, I thought it was pretty good. I think pretty good is a good way to sum it up. Um, yeah, I thought it was, uh, it was interesting. I read the books. I read the comic books, the Eternals, um, and really liked that. My son and I read the six-part series, the six-part Eternal series. Um, you can get on Marvel Unlimited. So, someone yeah, asking if I bought the bought the dip. Um, no, you you, I didn't. <laughs> bought the ranch dip. No, I mean Bitcoin. Obviously, and this is what I was saying. You guys got to watch my other channel because I had a whole video on exactly what was going to happen to Bitcoin, um, and uh, people in the. People, I love the comments because they're like, this isn't going to happen. That's not going to happen. And then sure enough, like three days later, it happened. Um, <laughs> so uh, not that I'm patting myself on the back with it, but like the the on-chain metrics were showing that people were way over leveraged um, and buying Bitcoin uh, and holding Bitcoin. So that's why it took a huge dump. Um, so a lot of people that had leverage buying Bitcoin, which is, uh, I, I don't do anything with leverage. Like I'm not using financing to, to buy crypto. Like some people are like mortgaging their houses and buying crypto. But even if they're not doing that, they're doing like 10 times leverage on things like, uh, on 
on Binance or KuCoin. So Bitcoin back up to 61. It was at 59 this morning. Um, so no, I didn't buy the dip on Bitcoin just yet. I, if, if, if it hits 50, then yes, I will buy the dip. If it hits 50, I will buy the dip. So, but you got to follow me on my Clayton Morris channel because I've been, I'm um, sorry, I hit the wrong button there. Um, I've been doing videos, um, my watch list videos, where I walk you through different coins that I'm buying, different stocks that I'm buying, why I'm investing a certain way. Um, and again, I do all of this so that I can buy real estate as the heart of uh, investing. So again, it's youtube.com slash Clayton Morris. Come over there. Um, and uh, I've been posting some things also on my Telegram channel. I was telling my audience, you can become a member of our Telegram, where I post uh, tips and, and, and thing, trades that I'm making. I was telling people about Ren, R-E-N, um, Shill Coin, which you know I was telling people about that. So you would you would have gotten some nice profits on those coins as well. S H I L L. Um, so uh, again, follow me over there and uh, join me on that show uh, because I'll be having you know some good data and things you can learn to invest with over there. My thing is still knowing like because like I'm very limited on what I can invest in because the apps that I use don't support it. So I don't even know how to get it all set up to even be able to invest in all that stuff. So Yeah, I mean, well, things like Ren, like Ren is a you, you should be able to you can even uh, trade Ren on Coinbase um, and some of the bigger like BlockFi and so probably Cash App and stuff. Some of the big ones. So Ren is a big one. Um so even if you're not on some of the smaller exchanges like KuCoin or Binance, um, you could still get some great some great coins over there. And did I have to you say, you know, yeah, I did watch that video that had a mine with a Raspberry Pi. Yeah, but but what he was mining, what was the coin he was mining? Moderna, um, uh, 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 no, not Moderna. Um, it was an M. It was yeah. near XRM. Let me see it's it's xrm which is is that uh, one you're familiar with uh no i'm not to be honest with you i i don't i have never bought it and i don't know much about the protocol uh, you know there's oh monero monero um, yes yeah. xmr uh so monero is down nine percent today there's the chart but you know everything has been down because when Bitcoin goes down, everything goes down. But not everything. That's the thing. Like a lot of the money moves out of Bitcoin and into, um, you know, everyone leaves Bitcoin and then moves into some of these alternative coins. Um, so like Ren is up today. Ren is up like 8%. Um, R-E-N. And some of these, though, are long-term holds. And some are, you know, some of these are things I wouldn't be holding very long at all. Short-term, make some profits and get out. Ren, yeah. So anyway, that, follow me over there. Interesting. I'm kind of curious, like what that Monero is is going to do, because if it's uh, something that would be beneficial to start mining now, I was even thinking about getting a few Raspberry Pis and making them miners. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I, I don't know. He was saying. I don't know what his. I'd have to figure out like what the the, the amount you'd make mining that on a Raspberry Pi with that CPU. Yeah. Um, but he said because that there's it's a different process of mining. So so the process of mining Bitcoin uses a, a technology that I guess uses more bandwidth or mm -hmm. or something. The way he was explaining it. Yeah. Oh, it's much more difficult to mine. Yeah. 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 So like I use the ASIC miners. Um, ASIC. That's what. That's the. Yeah. Which are expensive, and they you know 
they're solely focused on mining Bitcoin. I just would be curious if a Raspberry Pi is powerful enough or you'd just be wasting your time. Like how many you would need to actually yield some good uh, some good tokens? Yeah, that's what I'd like to know because <clears throat> what you could do is you could go like um, get, well, I don't know if you could get internet in it, but I was thinking like a, a climate controlled um, a storage unit with power and just putting a whole bunch of Raspberry Pis and a bunch of server racks in there and mining have a storage unit that's mining Bitcoin. <laughs> I wonder if people have tried that you. and would they be able to tell like how much how much is being used from <clears throat> from one storage unit, you know? Like yeah, I don't know how they would. But I, I think they would probably notice something. <laughs> yeah. It's like why did our our electric bill like triple <laughs> since that tech guy moved in? <laughs> Yeah, narrow or Raven coin. Raven also a, a really good coin to mine as well. Um, but again, I've only mined Doge so far. I've only mined Doge and Bitcoin. Those are the two coins that I've mined. Um, so, so your machines will will also do Doge. I did Doge on a Mac on an oh, M1 okay. Mac. Um, gotcha. But I did it as a test, not as a permanent thing. Um, so, if I was going to build a, a if I was going to build another like separate from Bitcoin right now, I'd, I'd look at Helium or Ravencoin, um, uh, one of those right now, because Ethereum be, mining is going to be on the way out soon. Well, it would be interesting to, to know which because like if you could figure out which coin was going to be the most widely adopted for average people to use as like debit cards and stuff like that. If you knew which one that was going to be, that would be the one to jump into. But I guess it's probably too too early to know which one is going to be the the most adopted one as far as as far as everyday currency that, that currency. will never be bitcoin right yeah although they just rolled out uh the taproot protocol to make make bitcoin uh closer to uh, you know speed and efficiency of transactions so but again it's still not the solution and bitcoin is still not going to be a currency with that speed although it is in some countries already so um yeah, I mean, is it Ethereum? You know, Mark Cuban thinks that it's the ultimate currency. Um, others are mm. saying, hey, Shiba. Shiba could be the ultimate currency. And AMC Theater is now accepting Shiba um, for payment for, you know, to go to the movies. And is that they kind of the one that, which, which is the one Elon Musk is, the Doge, right? Is the one that he's... Doge, yeah, but he's also, he tweeted something about Shiba a few weeks ago, but I don't know, I mean... I think he probably has some Shiba too, but Doge he's crazy about. He has been, but he has been very quiet about Doge lately. So maybe it's time for him to tweet again because I own some maybe Doge. Maybe he's waiting for, for a big to... dip. He's like, if I don't say anything, I'll get a big dip. Doge hasn't moved at all. Doge has no. been just right at like 26 cents. Um, just been hanging out at 26 cents, not doing anything. Um, so, I, you know, 24 cents. Here it is today, 24 cents, just hanging out. It's been right in this level been like not doing anything for a long time so well, I, I would thing, love for him thing, to tweet yeah one thing that guy was saying that that like piqued my interest was he was saying that bitcoin is the way that it's set up to be mined it, it could actually be manipulated hmm. the, the mining so, portion yeah hmm. so because you're not gonna have like you're you're gonna have very few that can mine enough to make any like, yeah, 
Well, what happens is, and I found this to be interesting, you can ever, you know, you can have what are called rejected shares. So you might have a computer that's mining Bitcoin. And as you're mining Bitcoin, what could happen is because your computer or because your internet was slow or some other reason, um, and then you offer up your completed code that you've run your operations on and your computer, you offer it up to the blockchain and it gets rejected because someone has already done it faster than you. Oh. So that's what happens. That's what he was pointing out is that like with Raspberry Pi, the way that they've done it with this Moderna or uh, Marina. Marine. Monero. Monero, Monero. Is that they're not allowing ASIC miners. Yeah. They've somehow built it so ASIC miners or the the super fast computers cannot mine it. So they know like they're, they're able to tell your CPU. And I guess if you've got like a too fast of a machine, it won't let you do it. Which well, and if you think about it, that that stops people that have money to invest in bigger, faster gear from having an upper hand. It 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 levels right. the playing field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's climbing. It's ranked number forty four right now on coin mar- coin and market cap. Um, it's down nine percent right now. But again, <clears throat> you know, if you're if you're doing this work on your computers and you're getting these coins every day. Uh, I just don't know how, how many, how, until you would actually get a share, you know, like yeah. what percentage of uh, how long it would take based on that computing power on that particular device. I was going to go down Pi. that rabbit hole this week to see, cause I've, I'm, you know, I, yeah. cause I have three computers sitting here that are doing nothing. And I've got like, one of them is a very powerful PC that's just sitting here doing nothing. I have a, a NUC that's sitting here doing nothing. And I have an Alienware downstairs that's doing nothing. And these are like powerful oh, gaming yeah. machines. I would definitely look into, uh, depending on your GPU or CPU situation on those, like, yeah, Ravencoin, um, RVN, um, that's a really, uh, that's a really good one to be mining. Um, uh, and yeah, maybe Monero would be worth it, but Raven, um, I'm going to actually look into uh, mining some Raven next. So RVN and it's cheap enough. Look, it's only 11 cents. Mm. So imagine that thing taken off and this is a really good coin, um, by market cap it's 95th on uh it's in the top 100 so yeah yeah well i'm gonna be looking more into that because i want to put these things to work doing something working for me yeah i don't want to do the same thing because once i well, if we move to that my uh the macbook pro is arriving this week finally oh i thought that was so until december yeah awesome. they, they i checked and they moved it up so it's only two more days um, nice so I want to see about moving over to, I mean, and then in this gaming PC, this digital storm, I got to check and see what the specs are on it, what it could do, but maybe like having this one right mine, mine some bit, you know, mine some Raven coin. Mm-hmm. Elizabeth, you have, you have, she has Raven coin. Yeah. So does the house of Judea. Oh Yeah. Yeah, guys, and you guys should come over and check out my other channel because I'm in the process right now. I'm putting together a bunch of different content, but I'm actually started mining out in my Bitcoin shed. I got the solar panels installed for it specifically. Um, Those went in while we were on our trip. So, yeah, come on over to my other YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Clayton Morris, and I will have a video up today. Um, I should have a video later today up on what altcoins I'm investing in right now. So you can see as this Bitcoin collapse happens, 
where money will flow to. It's a lot of these alternative coins where there's a lot of upside right now. So make sure you subscribe over there. Yes. And check out Overland Geeks. Yes. That I'm actually going to, well, I'm going live today to talk about, I'm setting up a, I got a, so I stopped using my Mac mini, um, cause I was having issues with, with, uh, streaming with it. Um, and so I got a, a NUC Intel NUC and it's like this big, it's a little PC and it's very powerful. It's got like a really good graphic card in it. So I'm setting that up and rebuilding my production. So I'm streaming that today. But I talk about like overlanding stuff. And then Clayton and I still got to get together because um, I want to talk to you about investing and stuff. My lawyer, as soon as I get that, like I shouldn't be having big lawyer bills from now until like August. So I want to start putting some money into something that's going to make it work for me. So I want to interview you on that. Let's do it. Yeah. Let's do it. Do it. Well, I got to go pick up my electric car. I'm very excited gone all electric so we got the solar panels now we got the uh is that car 100 percent electric yeah so i'm getting the 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 electric mini the electric mini cooper Uh, i go pick it up right now cannot wait you're probably itching aren't you i am i'm gonna i'm trading in my gas guzzler and i'm getting an electric and it'll be powered by solar isn't that awesome i love that is awesome take that john Kerry. You and your corporate jet flip. Oh, by the way, um, I'm going to be spending some more time diving into this sector because I think it's really interesting and no one's talking about it. And I want to do some videos on my Clayton Morris channel specifically around investing in this sector. And that is aircraft, electric airplanes. And mm. there's a group of companies right now that are racing, racing to become the Boeing of electric aircraft. So imagine not needing any jet fuel anymore or using hydrogen fuel, you know, but using all clean energy, basically. Um, So I'm really fascinated by that because everyone's been talking about the EV revolution for cars, but what about airplanes, which, you know, arguably use way more of a carbon footprint. Um, Could you imagine sitting in a plane and not smelling those fumes? Yeah, yeah. It'd be like amazing, right? Yeah, that's sometimes, like, if we, we sit there long enough on the tarmac, and, and I'll get a headache. Like, I'll start getting a headache from that. There's a bunch of companies right now that are already already launching these airplanes, and they, they're they good for short hop flights, you know? Um, like, and I don't know what a short hop would be. I guess, like, an hour flight, maybe? Two-hour flight? Yeah, probably. Is that a, is that a hop? I would um, call that a hop. Which is the bulk of flights, I would think, right? I mean, like the flight we took, we took from uh, from Lisbon to to Munich was like a three-hour flight. Um, that would probably be covered there, you know? Uh, my new Mini is uh, blue. Um, let's see if I can show you. Yeah, this is the, this is the generic color here, but I don't have... Um, Uh, this is not mine, but this is on. So that's what it'll. Wow. That's what it'll look like. That's the color? Yeah. That's cool. I love those lights. Yeah. I love. Mini Cooper is one of my favorite cars I've ever had. I 
had one 10 years ago or no longer than that. Now in Florida, I owned one when I lived in Orlando. Um, and it was like a, a mint green that I had, um, loved it. And then, um, I had one a few years ago. Um, and then I, yeah, this will be my third one. I just clicked on that stupid play button. I don't know what I was expecting to happen. <laughs> yeah, you can't click that. Um, Angel side. Baby Cards uh, wants to know, why is why are you not talking about aliens buzzing our space station? Thought you were heavy into alien stuff. Um, well, yes. Um, so I've got a paranormal channel. Um, and I've got a bunch of specifically UFO-related videos that I'm working on right now. Um, I mean, we've seen how many countless uh, videos or uh, eyewitness reports, you know, uh, saying that we have, that there's been, there's been ships outside of shuttles, our International Space Station, you name it. So, um, yeah. But, you know, it's weird. It's like... Um, what was his name? Mark Scott or, or Scott Kelly, who was up there for like a year. He doesn't even believe in aliens. I'm like, how do you, you spend 11 months <laughs> on the International Space Station and you don't believe in aliens? Have you spoken to any of your fellow astronauts? Like, what about Buzz Aldrin, by the way, who talked about it openly? Aliens he saw and says, hey, there's, he actually said there's, there's structures on Mars. Buzz Aldrin said this. There are structures on Mars. We should go there, he said. We should go see what those structures are. There are buildings on Mars. We should go there and see them. Don't you think? I You'd do. You'd probably get there and uh, knock and be like Elon Musk and walk out. Hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was oh, just getting ready man. to tweet about Dogecoin. Come on in. <laughs> oh, All right. I got to run. I got to go pick up the old car. And then uh, make sure you subscribe to the channel, the Clayton Morris channel, because uh, tonight I will have another video on there about um, these different alternative coins. So please check that out. YouTube.com slash Clayton Morris. All right, everyone. Thanks for a great show. Hope you uh, have a great rest of your Tuesday. Grover is uh, yelling for me to come take him out. <laughs> All right. Bye, All everyone. Right. Bye, everybody.